Hi, good, welcome. And good day to and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Today on this historic day, November 3rd, Election Day, USA, 2020, our focus will be on some of your questions that you have previously submitted. And we're going to talk about how you can spiritually navigate this historical election in the days, months, and even years to come. So with that being said, let me introduce you first to myself just a little bit in case you're unfamiliar with me. My name is Ellie Molina. I am an author. I'm an educator, intuitive, and intuitive consultant. So let's get started. All right. So my first question for today is, hi, Ellie. I've been listening to your podcast regularly, and thank you for your insight and guidance. My question is personal. I really want to move, but everything I see online in the neighborhood I choose to, I wish to live in is out of my reach financially. I get discouraged and give up searching. What can I do about this? Well, this is a great question, KL out of NYC. All right. So this has a lot of layers to this question. And so I'm going to backtrack a little bit. So you asked, what can I do about this? Well, we know that we are all attached to the quantum field. And one of the things that many people either do not realize or tend to forget is that we are creating all the time and we're creating the good things in our life and we're creating the unwanted things in our life and creation let's just go back a little bit to the definition of creation creation is to bring something into existence from an unseen place so you're creating something right now from a place in the unseen that is unattainable for yourself and unreachable. And then when you go online and start to look for places that um, you could potentially enjoy living in, then you continue to see things that are unattainable and unreachable for you in your belief system. So we're going to go back a little bit. We're going to go backwards in time. And we're going to start with your inner speech. So there's a couple of things with inner speech. We're constantly talking to ourselves. And there are very, very few people who actually don't. But for the majority, most people have inner chatter. And inner chatter is um, can be referred to sometimes as the monkey mind. It is the self-talk. A lot of times inner chatter is just highly uh, I'm going to call it negative in that it limits us to the five senses and what we see. So we think that because we're not seeing something in our current situation or reality, that it doesn't exist. And now this, we happen to know, is not true. So now, from the quantum field, um, 
So let's go back a little bit and talk about your personal inner speech over here. So one of the things that I'm getting over here is that your inner speech is that the neighborhood that you want to live in is out of your reach. So now you're beginning to reinforce this with your beliefs. You find places online that are out of your reach and you have shut down the possibility of being able to find something. So when we go to the space of creation and we say, hey, let's, let's take a look at our mental conversations and what we tell ourselves. If you can dedicate time now to catch your inner mental conversation and your self-talk about this property or these properties or these homes that you see, KL, and start with a mental conversation example I now find something that is within my reach there. A miracle opens for me. Somehow, some way, I'm going to get a home or a home in this neighborhood. I don't know how, but I know that this can happen for me. So now you've started to create a different kind of mental conversation with yourself. And you've also started to change your imagination. In changing your imagination, your externalized world will follow suit, meaning per people, places, times, events, circumstances. These are going to change. They are going to reflect what's going on in your new mental conversation. So you want to work on evolving your thinking from this place of no possibility to evolve your thinking to a higher consciousness to possibility. What could happen for you given the circumstance? Now, I'm just going to share a little story with you. I knew someone once who wanted to live in a very expensive neighborhood in New York, and she didn't have the funds to purchase this property. Only lo and behold, by doing this type of work, she was able to stumble across a foreclosure. Now, a lot of people always say, yeah, stay away from foreclosures. Again, limited possibilities. But in this case, she knew the property. And so she got to the steps of the courthouse on the day of the auction and knew that this was her property. She knew it. She felt it. She saw it. And lo and behold, you do know the, the outcome of this is that she purchased that property. She purchased that property at would be a steal at any given moment in the neighborhood and then moved in and who knows if she's still living there, but she was able to manifest this and make it happen. So now let's go back to you, KL, and take a look at what it is that you want. Take, Choose your neighborhood and then choose your conversation. Start saying to yourself, something amazing is going to open up in this neighborhood. I know that I'm going to move in there. And then have your desire start to match visualizations and imagination. And then monitor your mental chatter. Not your mental chatter now even, not even the chatter. Now you want to consciously mentor. Um, manage your mental self-talk so that this now becomes externalized in your world. And what you're going to see, KL, is that shortly thereafter, things are going to start to open up in people, places, times, events, and circumstances may be contacting you. And if your heart really and you truly do desire this area, you're going to find that something will open for you. And another thing that I'm going to tell you if you have what I do, what I can tell you is that I'm seeing psychically that you've already had um, success in the 
call it manifestation world. You've manifested quite a number of things that you've really wanted. Um, you may be feeling slightly discouraged or overwhelmed because of your current circumstances. And I'm going to suggest to you that you get back in touch with your higher self and the power within you because you have historically manifested things that were important to you. We're all manifesting things. And you want to rely on your knowing that you once knew how to do it, therefore you can do it again. And I'm seeing that if true desire is really here for you, KL, you can make this happen. And you're going to find a place that is even beyond your expectations in terms of neighborhood and type of home. So it's very exciting. And I look forward to hearing your uh, results. And again, KL, if you have any further questions, you can always contact me and set up a consultation or set up an appointment. Anyone on these calls, always, if you want a reading or a session, just mention that you came through from the podcast and you will receive 20% off of your reading immediately. So thank you very much, KL, for that. And good morning, everyone who's on the call. Good morning, um, Thomas, I'm happy to see you here this morning. And um, we also have Bright Future 25. Thank you very much for being on the call. And if anybody has any questions right now that you want to type into the chat or call in, now's the time as I'm going to be switching our topic of conversation from this personal question to the upcoming election and what we can do to spiritually navigate this time ahead of us. There are so many unseen variables that are in play in the quantum field right now. The future is not and has not been set in stone. Okay, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. I have a question here. You talk about manifestations. How often should I meditate for that to happen. Okay, thank you. Thomas, great question. You don't even need to meditate at all. How's that for an answer? Um, what you what we begin to do, if you want to meditate, that's really great. I have a real quick little technique for that that would only take a few moments in a day. Uh, I'll give that to you in a second. And then the other thing is, it's really your inner self-talk. It is the inner self-talk and the dialogue that you have with yourself ongoingly during the day that will bring about your next reality. So I'll give you an example. Let's say, hypothetically, that you want to, um, I'm just going to make this up, okay? So let's say that you wanted to sell your house and move to another country. Well, the dialogue, the mental chatter could be, um, the limiting mental chatter could be, hey, you know, I'm never going to be able to sell this house. It has this. It has that. Nobody's going to want to buy the house now. There's so much uncertainty in the market. Times are going to be bad. You know, whatever it is, or or um, I'm going to have to wait until after the election to see who becomes the president. And anything else that's going on around the house in terms of who's going to buy this house? I'm never going to sell it. Am I going to get the right price? All that mental chatter, et cetera, et cetera. So with that kind of conversation, that is your self-talk. That is the plane in which you are existing. So you begin to imagine that in your head while you're saying it. And then lo and behold, all of a sudden, you're going to find that 
maybe no one's going to want to buy this place or that things close in front of you so that you won't be able to move to another country. Your imagination through your self-talk has then created this. So you don't even need to be meditating. This is a consciousness. This is an ongoing consciousness. This requires really taking control of your mental faculties almost all during the day. And because we are basically machines, I call, um, Gurdjieff referred to us as human machines. And so as a machine, we're on autopilot because it's just easier for the body to be on autopilot. So now let's turn all this around and pretend that you want to sell your home and move to another country just for the heck of it, all right? And your mental conversation would now start to become excited over the anticipation of this happening. I'm so excited. I know I'm going to sell my house when the time is right. I know I'm going to have the perfect buyer. I know that I'm going to move to this amazing country. Life is going to be great. So now you start to live in an expectation and living in the expectation of something that is happy. And as you live in the expectation of something that is happy, because you're having this mental conversation, you begin to imagine this, your energy starts to rise. You start to take on a lighter frequency. You start to raise on the, there's, um, a actual level of frequencies that we vibrate at. And then with an effervescent energy, you start to vibrate at a higher frequency and the molecules travel faster at the higher frequency. Therefore, things will start to come into your plane easier, effortlessly. And then you will be guided to meet the ring. You're going to say, oh my God, you know, I, I don't even believe it. You know, it happened. I can't believe it. I met this person. It's just the thing, the person that I needed to meet. Well, none of that was quote unquote coincidence. You create, that was creation through your mental talk through the dialogues that you have with yourself in your head during the course of the day. So then that going on most of your day, almost all the time, then that will then create your reality. And then you can look back and you say, well, look, I did it. Amazing. And again, of course, if you want to do some, some meditation, that is always so wonderful because meditation has such a profound effect on your body. But the meditation is not necessarily for the, the intention of the meditation is not necessarily for creating your next manifestation. It's really for calming your body, calming your mind. And then if you do want to add creative visualization, well then just close your eyes and use the screen um, on your in your mind. You use that 45 degree screen that Jose Silva so beautifully teaches in the Silva Mind Control Method. And you can use that screen. And upon that screen, you visualize the end result of what you want, and then just let it go. And then there's also Shakti Gawain's method of the pink bubble technique, who, by the way, Shakti was also a student of Jose Silva and did learn how to use the Silva, um, plug in the Silva Mind system over here, right? No, com no commission. <laughs> and uh, Shakti was also a student of the Silver Mind System, as was Wayne Dyer, as were most of the people and gurus that uh, a lot of the people follow, anyway, uh, or have followed. So in, in Shakti's pink bubble technique, what she suggests is that you take an image, the end result, something that you want, and you see it 
you see it really, really clearly. You close your eyes, you see it really clearly. And then you circle it and you put it into a pink bubble and then just release it to the universe. And that's just a fabulous technique. You could do that in a couple of seconds throughout the day. And that will also pretty much solidify to the universe what it is that you're thinking about. Then match that with your conversations and voila, uh, you'll be off on that manifestation. Okay, you just wanna make sure that your self-talk doesn't negate it through doubt when things don't manifest immediately, all right? Certain things in the world, because we live in a third dimensional world, mass to mass, these are heavier, heavier molecules. They take longer to manifest. Some things go very, very quickly, but the bigger the manifestation, it is a lot of moving parts that the universe has to put together and orchestrate in the most divine and way for us. Okay, um, great question. So if anybody else has a question, I'd like to welcome um, FS Mail into the studio. Also, if anybody else has a question, then please let me know. And otherwise I will continue. So the topic of today's Today's talk is really what we can do to navigate um, spiritually these next few days, next few weeks, next few months, and perhaps even years. So one of the things that I am going to just share with you is that the election has not been predetermined um, in the quantum field yet. And I say that only because there's too much volatility happening right now. People have not finished to cast their votes. Um, there's a great deal of very powerful manifesting energy going on. So in this particular election, there's so much emotion happening on both sides that um, the emotions are very strong and these really strong emotions vibrate obviously at a very interesting level in the quantum field. Now I will tell you that the emotions that vibrate at the lower level of this quantum field, which is anger and rage, shame, guilt, all of those are very, very low frequency energies. And um, this is not the way Alan um, Lichtman predicted. He uses 13 keys. Um, however, the energies of joy and compassion and love, these are the energies that vibrate at a higher, higher frequency. So wherever the mass consciousness is, this is really, you know, this is where it's really at. Where is the collective mass consciousness right now? Are they in anger, rage, shame, and guilt? Or are they really living from the space of joy, effervescence, compassion, love, gratitude? I'm going to tell you that there are many people online right now who have been doing prayer groups, leading prayer groups for this election, and so that we have an outcome that is joyous, loving, compassionate, harmonious, and divinely aligned with our highest values. Many people are vibrating at that level. However, if you take a look at the media, mass media, you look at Facebook, you look at all of our um, social media outlets, and even the news, you're going to see 
that a lot of the energy is at the very low end of this frequency. And so depending on, really depending on um, the tip of this, this, this scale, like where's it gonna go? Are we going, will there be enough people vibrating at a harmonious frequency to tip the election in such a way, and I mean tip the election, we're not talking about tipping the election illegally, we're talking about tipping the election through a quantum consciousness, so that will we be able to tip an election to the highest good, to vibrate so that it doesn't even matter who your person is in office, but that it's not about the person, but it's about the agenda. And the agenda is one of love, compassion, taking us to a higher level, taking us to goodness, taking us to more of a utopic um, plane where there is, where there are benefits for all, where there is a, an abundance for all, where we don't have the the problems that we are facing right now on this third dimensional plane. So the question really becomes who, and no, and here's the thing, here's a, this misnomer, no political leader, no political person alone by themselves is going to take us to that space. That space is done through consciousness and conscious awareness, and it's done through the people. So we as collective consciousness need to, no matter who's in office right now, we need to raise the frequency from that low levels of anger, rage, hate, um, oh God, I don't even want to keep talking about them, from that particular energy, that low frequency, to something loving, kind, compassion, generous, good for the planet, taking care of the planet, taking care of humanity. So we want to get to that level. And it doesn't matter who is in office as long as we collectively can get to that level. And I say it doesn't really matter who's in office. It does in some way because it is the agenda of whoever who's ever in the system, but we can always tip that so that we having more people in the higher fields of vibration can create an outcome of moving into a more utopic lifestyle as opposed to moving into a more dystopian lifestyle, which has been um, not only predicted through movies, you know, we have all of that predictive TV, we have history, we have science fiction, we have programming, and we have the collective consciousness. So as the collective consciousness through video gaming, through movies, through books, um, through the mass media, social media, starts to get programmed into this dystopian, dystopian universe, you know, reality, where do we want to be? Can we have enough people to tip the scale to head to negating the dystopia and creating the peace? And that is what remains to be seen. And the the other thing that um, I want to say, so how, so getting this, taking this personally now, how can you as an individual navigate this? Well, the best ways is probably to stay off social media, number one, at least in terms of having a political say on something, because it's not going to work. It's not designed that way so that you can get, you can just watch the social dilemma. It, social media is not designed in such a way that you're going to um, be spreading uh, joy and harmony and all kinds of wonderful things because that's just not how it works and that's not how the system is built at this particular moment in time and so you 
really want to raise your own vibration. And what does that look like? You want to create harmony. You want to create beauty. You want to stay away from lack and fear. And what's the best way to do that? Well, let's return right to the beginning of this conversation through our mental self-talk, through um, what we say to each other. So I'll give you an example. I was in Manhattan yesterday and stores were boarding up their storefront. The stores were boarding up their storefronts. So now what does that tell you about the store, the store owners? Well, it shows us because it is the representation of their belief system and their mental self-talk. It shows us that they're anticipating potential, they're anticipating violence. Nowhere else in the history of the United States that I know of have storefronts been boarded up prior to an election. Then you look and see pictures of Costco going live and viral over the internet. The shelves are being emptied out again in what? Mass hysteria of food shortages. Okay, so do you have choices? Are you going to buy into that or are you going to create something better for yourself and for your family? And by creating something better for yourself and your family, you want to raise from anger and hate and all of those rage and guilt and shame. You want to rise up from that through your mental chatter, not mental chatter, sorry, through your mental awareness and your intentional self-talk to what would it take for me to vibrate joyously at this moment? What would it take for me to create harmony? Who can I talk to that will create harmony? Who can? What can I do that will create harmony? So you really want to start doing that. What organizations can I join or become a part of that is for the collective consciousness and raising the vibrations of the planet? That's really where you want to go. What can we do to heal the planet, to sustain the planet, to be in a place of making the planet healthy because, hey, we're here on Earth. And if we do destroy this planet, you know, Elon doesn't have um, the, fa the facilities yet to take, a to take anybody up to Mars, no matter what you have heard. It's just not available as of yet. So um, with that, I'd like to open this up to anybody who has um, something that they'd like to say. You can type in your question or actually just call in on the live call. All right, any questions over here? Any comments? Okay, all right, I'm not seeing any questions or any comments. So my advice to everybody going forward, because we, you know, and we already know, we've been programmed to know this, and we've heard it a thousand times, this is not a psychic prediction. We know that the outcome of the election is not going to be determined um, for a while. And we've also been told, so we can anticipate this because we've been told by the media, we've been told by the media, we've been told through magazines, we have been told through news sources that we are to expect turbulence. And so we're already geared up for turbulence. Uh, the German newspaper, the Spiegel magazine, the Spiegel had an entire article on Europe is preparing for the fact that Biden will win and Trump will not um, leave the presidency without complications and problems. Now, this was an article that appeared in Spiegel over a week ago. So what does that say about 
the mentality of where the Spiegel magazine is and the feelings that are already prevalent in Europe. Okay, they're gearing up for a Biden win, a Trump loss, uh, Trump not leaving office, and obviously problems happening. Now, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be the reality. So this is what I'm, this is basically what I'm saying. You want to get into your own space. You want to start to focus on having the outcome of the elections be smooth. You want this to be for the highest good of the planet and for humanity. That is really where our focus needs to be and not on a particular person or party because it is humanity that is at stake here and it is the planet that is at stake. And again, how we get there will remain to be seen. But that's really where we need to be working. We need to be working with the forces of good. I know this sounds like a Star Wars movie, but hey, heck, it is. You know, again, uh, predictive television. So if thinking terms in Star Wars and Star Wars movies and everything that we've seen, we want to be working in a space that will take us to the light, that will take us into a higher dimensionality in our thinking. This is a third dimensional planet. Everything here is 3D. That's just how it is right now. That doesn't mean though that it's not really a well, that's not really true either. Everything we're experiencing for the most part when we're not in creation mode is in our third dimension. And then as soon as we start to add into the creation, then we can start to tap into the higher dimensionality of the fourth dimension. And it would be wonderful to be really tapping into an even higher dimension of the fifth dimension. But that's not here, no matter what people have been telling you out there. Their fifth dimension is not here. So uh, that we haven't gotten there yet. We're still vibrating at a very low frequency as a plane on the third dimension with people creating in fourth dimensionality. So um, with that being said, I encourage you all, no matter what the outcome is on a on a numbers scale and on a personal person scale, you know, whether it's Mr. Biden or Mr. Trump, that we then take the collective consciousness energy and start to raise it. We do it ourselves through prayer, through meditation, through getting connected to groups that offer the skills so that we can raise the vibrations of the planet. We start to do things to protect the planet. That's what we need to do, protect the planet and protect humanity. And with that being said, this is the kind of work that will take weeks months and years. And just one of my predictions, and you're going to hear it here, I predict that this will probably be the last time that we hold elections in this form, and that going forward, um, elections will be done very, very differently. And we will see a change in a lot of the political structure within the United States. This historical way of doing politics is outdated. It doesn't work. It's breaking down. It will break down. And as Buckminster Fuller said, you can't destroy, I'm not quoting him directly, but you can't get rid of the old until you bring in a new model. And that's what this system is calling for. It's calling for a new model. And we will have that in the years to come. So be it, so it is. And thank you all for being here and have a blessed day. Take care. Bye, everyone.